Um, all right, with that, let's move on to Zach, huh? Yes. So, okay. Zach, do you want to start or should I start? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I'll start because I basically just – I've got three different sponsors. One that's already, like, signed, ready to go, which I haven't nice. technically announced, but you probably know who it is. And then the other two, I've got – the I'm at the pitch stage, or not the pitch stage. Sorry, the uh, proposal stage. They're already on board. I we're just nailing out what it's going to look like. Woohoo! So, awesome. um, Onyx Off Road and Move have partnered. I'm getting put into their trail guide program, which is their nationally recognized individuals that help update maps and build trails. Um, I'm also a, uh, kids, uh, an ambassador. And so because of those two things in in conjunction, we're going to be doing, uh, activations with them. They're, they're, they're fun. They're funding giveaways for us, uh, giving away their elite level memberships, um, for, milestones of followers we got a whole bunch of stuff planned the biggest one um is once my trail guide status goes through and is uploaded we're going to be doing a cross you guys know what geocaching is yep so we're going to be doing a cross geocache and a scavenger hunt so i'm going to go through with onyx and map brushy dropping waypoints and at the waypoints within 50 feet of the trail we're going to have an industry prize whether it's gloves or a set of goggles or something like that um, from different sponsors um, all over the mountain, and anyone who signs up within 48 hours of when we make this announcement is going to get that map. So if only one person signs up, one person will be able to go and get all that stuff. But all of the the idea being that all of the people who sponsor it through donating goggles or whatever um, and Onyx are all going to be announcing that we're doing this event. Nice. So Wait, that's the one yeah. I can do we're doing for them. I'm really looking forward to setting that one up. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, the other two that I'm still in the works with are uh, CM Offroad. Um, okay. They're actually pretty close to you guys. And they buy brand new dirt bikes, break them down, sell them for parts. Okay. Pretty simple operation. Um, but uh, I hit the dude up. He said he likes what we do. And so right now we're in the process of... He's the one I talked to you about the other day, Catherine, that I didn't I didn't get a budget for. But he said something in the call, and I forgot to bring this up to you, that was kind of interesting. Because I told him, like, hey, I don't do the whole tiered thing. You know, I like to, you know, come up with things that are going to provide value to you, since you're providing value to me. And we kind of went from there. Mm-hmm. But he said, well, I know you don't typically do the tiered thing, but maybe we can do something like that. Yeah. That was Which, actually, I was going to go through your email, and I was going to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so if you, I don't know, I can't remember if I sent the new version to you, but in the version I sent you, did it say something to the effect of, uh, we don't normally do tiered stuff, but if that's something, you know, whatever, however you'd like to, if you see something here or you don't see something here that you'd like to do instead, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, so that's one. I think I sent you the activations that I had planned for him. Just a little challenging because they sell things only online. And the thing he wants to do is sell at events. So my solution for that was instead of, like, having physical parts there, let's print out cards with a QR code that links to the item. Um, and in, in the industry swag bag, he's going to have a discount code. And so for, like, we'll pick 50 different things because he's got, like, exhaust systems and plastics and forks and stuff like that. And, you know, if they take this thing from our event, they can go. Sorry. Um, Instead of cards, it might be easier for you uh, if they put in the money to get you guys a tablet for this. Because I've seen cards like that happen and it gets really windy. That's just my opinion. I um, so here's here's my thing now. I think you should do order forms. Because I was trying to figure out how to do this with Brushy, too, because there's no reception there, Angel. We've done this before. There's no reception. So if you have a tablet, you can't do orders through that. 
So, like, originally how I wanted to do it was I wanted to tell Brushy in the sponsorship agreement that we have with them. Courtney, we're title sponsors for the U.S. Hard Enduro Battle of the Goats. Um, I don't know if I told you that or not, but ta Yes, you did. Woohoo! Um, so I was almost considering telling them that our pit space has to be close enough to the Wi-Fi to operate. Oh, my God! <laughs> It's a dog in a Christmas jacket. I continue talking. <laughs> he looks best of his awesome. Um, um, I was almost considering in the sponsorship proposal saying, like, we have to be close enough to connect to the Wi-Fi so that we can process Stripe readers. Because what I want to do, and this is, this is where I'm struggling with how to present Leaky Mushroom as the sponsorship program at Brushy, is I want to do free books. So I want to give away free books, but I know that people, a lot of racers don't read, but I know if they take a book home with them, they're more likely to at least like have it around, you know, versus if they scan a QR code, there's no reception. So mm-hmm. like, how do I have you guys there so that these people can sign up to get free access to an ebook or pay for the audiobook version if they don't want to take home a physical book? And if they sign up for the classes, how do we get them sign up for the classes without them leaving and never paying? And we do it through order forms. Mm-hmm. So we okay. collect all their information there um, in a big old sheet, kind of like that emergency contact sheet. It's like a full piece of paper. They put in their name. They put in their card information, whatever. And we just go on good faith and will that they actually put it in. And if it doesn't go through when we connect to the Wi-Fi later that night, they don't get access to the thing they signed up for. Yeah, see, I that probably create. Oh, go ahead, Angel. Sorry, I was gonna say um, I didn't think about the internet access. I was just more thinking about like the cards physically flying away, as opposed to having a catalog. Even if you do the forms, like you're saying, having a catalog that they can go through and search. You know, it's it could be something downloaded onto that tablet that you can put in KTM. Mm-hmm. And only search KTM parts or Yamaha, as opposed to going through all those cards. And, you know, if dude puts them down on the table and they get shuffled, now you have to go back through them and separate them out or, you know, whatever. It's just for stuff like that, it's a lot easier to get to where you need to be parts wise. So if they could figure that out for you and get you all that information on a tablet, I think that would make all of your lives that much easier. Like she said, you can take all the information down on a paper form or you could figure out how to do it on the tablet itself. Take all of that info onto the tablet. There's different ways to do that. Um, There's like on Square, you can take the people's information, you can slide their card. And then once you get access later, it just goes through. So. Say, wait, say that whole thing again. If that's the case, then why, you don't need to do order forms for Battle of the Goats, which also, before I forget, I did not realize somehow the Battle of the Goats was in April. Yes, it I'm is. Gonna do, I'm going to do my yes. level best to be there, but I can't make any promises. We know. We, we, yeah, we've already discussed that. We, that's why kind of yeah. we haven't – not that we're not trying to not talk to you about it. It's just we're not trying to burden you for April. <laughs> yeah, no. Be if but I can yeah. if I can be there if we have family here to support, yeah. I will be there. If we yeah. don't, if it's just us, then obviously you guys are accommodating and understanding enough to make to not be like, what the hell, dude? Why aren't you contributing? <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Um, so from what I know, from when I've used Square readers in the past, I don't know what you guys have. You said Stripe. I don't know what Stripe is. Um, I have but I have Stripe readers, and they need to be connected to the internet. They they talk wirelessly to to process the card. Yeah, but there's no offline version for that because Square has an offline version where basically it stores all that info in the in the computer or whatever. It captures it all when you slide the card through, and then it just processes it later off when you go online. Hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's been my maybe see if your well. Stripe thing does that, because then you don't have to worry about those order forms and getting them separated and all of that. So And also people aren't going to push back on, oh, I'm writing my card information down and handing yeah. it to you. That's yeah. weird. People don't like to do that anymore. I did it today because uh, there's like $500 that wouldn't go on my card because apparently I have a limit on my card about what I can spend in the day. And so there's $500 that still needs to be paid on Tuesday or Monday or a different day. Um, 
And I had to write down my card information today. And I was like, I know this is Jeremy and Amy. I know this is this place, but I still was not fully comfortable with it. So I can imagine people not knowing who we are would be like, mm, yeah, I'll pass. So mm-hmm. what, whatever we can do to make it, I mean, we know we're legit, but to make people feel more comfortable about it, I think that's the the best thing to do. Need to make square, with square readers, you can NFT off your phone too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that was that one. Um, I had a couple other things for him too. So I can even find it. But that's okay. Well, Catherine, I know you've read that one. The one you haven't read is my conversation with Rabaconda the other day. Um, can you share your screen, please? Uh, if I can figure it out, that's what I'm looking for right now. Is how to do that. Can some? Can you walk me through how to do that on Teams? Share. Right next to your leave button, there's a rectangle with a arrow that says share. Okay. Can you see my screen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is not on the screen. This is just my notes from the call. Um, basically, they are a small company, three to five million dollars a year, whose uh, goal short term is have the ability to sell on site at the minimum level of expense per sale. Long term, they want to be there to party, be the face of the industry. And generally speaking, when people think good time, they want to go visit Ravaconda. Um, Interesting. They have many sponsored athletes. None of their sponsored athletes receive a dime. Uh, their uh, support is all through um, product support. Um, what does so product support for them mean? Contribution, or I think it's called contributions in kind. So they're, all the teams that they sponsor get tire changers, tire irons, stuff like that. So that would be the same for us. Um, they offered to give us a unit to use uh, and have one to take to the clinics. It could, we, obviously, we can use it at our shop, but for displays at clinics and to use in activations there for demos and contests and stuff like that. Um, and then if we are able to sell units physically, we can do that or we can c- come up with another way to sell them, um, either through like a, a coupon or whatever. Um it was a really good conversation where he told me that he didn't know who taught me marketing, but it I was better than people who'd been to a four-year university. Hell yeah. Um, so props to you for that, Catherine. Hey, um, um, before we move on, I need you to connect me to Rabaconda because I want them on my podcast. I can make that happen. Cool. Please and thank Jackson you. Jackson Helsmer. Also, look at you go, Catherine. You're teaching people about marketing, but- well, I'm teaching you about marketing right now, Courtney. Exactly. <laughs> and it's going to be better than a four-year degree. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what is this? One one thirty-eight. I'm figuring out times to, like, I'm going to splice this up and put it on my Instagram as, like, call to actions to go listen to the podcast since the podcast pushes the $7 course. So I'm, I'm highlighting the fact that Zach just said that Rabaconda told him he has more marketing experience than a four-year degree. <laughs> nice. Um, so, um, I'm going to go through the activation plan I have that I'm sending him on Monday. Uh, he also His name's Jackson Helsmer. He's got some small kids, so I'm respecting his weekend. Um, but he was definitely interested. And I'll, if you want to see the emails that back and forth, I can forward you those two eventually. So, uh, goals is a partnership between Rabaconda and Carolina Dirt Bike Rentals slash move. We want to give Rabaconda the ability to sell on-site at a low cost per sale at events that we host, grow their presence from a vendor at events to the life of the party, or like I said a minute ago, people see the brand and gravitate towards their zone in the paddock because that's where people are having fun interacting with an industry brand that is by racers for racers, which is their slogan. Um, we want to extend their ability to be present as a brand at events on the East Coast, not only at our events, but other East Coast races, dealerships, and other existing events to grow their client base with a lower cost of acquisition per client. That's a lot of words. Too bad you're not reading them, right? Um, sorry. 
Anyways, um, I can shorten that up. Raise awareness about the mission of MOVE with the intention of attracting veterans who want to participate and other brands who want to support. That was a conversation point from our phone call. Um, planned activations as of right now have a unit on site at all events for demo use by participants. Competitions such as the fastest tire and moose change using the Rabaconda wins a prize. We can discuss the prizes later. Uh, coordinate with local dealerships to do a similar event at a customer appreciation day. Provide tire changing service and demos and raffle the unit off. That was one of his ideas that he would have liked. Um, provide a QR code in the swag bag to order a Ravaconda unit can discuss discount or special package of benefit it would carry. Um, I've got one idea there. Um, the standards of sponsorship that any support includes, um, that's straight out of the Sponsorship Secrets course yep. with a couple of ads. Um, for example, I... And this is be the last item, number 10, where I say all promo material must be provided because somebody I was talking to, I can't even remember what company it was now for some reason, a couple months ago, they were like, okay, we'll sponsor you, but you have to pay for all the promotional material. And I was like, no, that doesn't make nice. any sense. I'm like, because at that point, I'm paying more to promote you than you're paying me to be promoted. Like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Mm -hmm. um, I like it. So... Uh, I need to come up with a better name for this, but partner services, and this was part of our conversation too, with only one on-staff marketing representative in the whole country. It's one dude in north of Chicago. Accomplishing the goal of having an on-site rep at events around the country presents a real opportunity for us to push Rabaconda in the direction they want to go of being the face of the industry and the life of the party. We're an eight-hour or less drive from most of the Enduro or Hard Enduro events in the East Coast region, and the overhead cost of having a Rabaconda representative representative at these events could be drastically reduced by contracting with us to represent them at whatever events they want to be at. The overhead to have a service the events would be substantially lower than having Jackson living on the road, both in terms of money. Oh, I need to finish. That's what I hadn't finished yet before the call. But basically, um, we had discussed, like, you know, you want to be at all these events. You're one dude who doesn't want to live on the road. I live within a day's drive of all of the places you want to go. So contracting with me to do it, even if you pay me, on top of the cost of doing it, it's still going to be less than trying to do it yourself. So hang on, pause. pause. Pausing. They specifically said they don't pay people, right? They don't pay people. They sponsor as part. So like the sponsorship deal isn't like a $500 a month sponsorship to go race for them. Okay. But they, they said they were open to paying you to go are they just reimbursing your travel costs or are you making commissions off of this what's what's the benefit for you so this is we touched on it briefly during the call and he said he wanted more detail on what i was talking about in regards to this um because this is something you would have to run up the chain of command but basically instead of having their one marketing guy try to go to all the races on the east coast they would pick whichever ones they want to go to, and th this part still has to be finished. Like, I haven't typed it all out yet. Um, but they would contract with us, just like a marketing service. So this is, this is yes, they're, they're sponsoring Move through, like, physical support, but we're going to be a partner of theirs and represent them and go to do what Jackson would be doing on the East Coast, but it won't cost them what it would cost to have somebody fly out and get a rental car and a hotel and all that jazz because we can do it just driving there i would encourage you i don't again i haven't seen the rest of this but i would encourage you to kind of fudge some numbers and be like look here's airfare to this place plus a rental car plus whatever you think it he oh god whatever you think he does to get to these events and then uh and then say look at here's what we're saving you by doing this. This is what I want to be paid in, in, in contrast to that, you know, and make it worth their time because gotcha. you're taking his job essentially is what I'm reading right now. If he lives in Chicago, he can handle the Midwest, but he's also right there on, on relatively the East coast as well. So it would be more beneficial to them to have a West coast representative than an East coast representative but it's more beneficial to have an East Coast representative and a Midwest representative instead of just him. 
Does that make sense? Yes. I see. I'm writing so, this down. So then I would, I would also encourage you to look at all of the different, like, enduro and hard enduro and GNCC schedules and say, look, if we're going to cover these events, that means you can go to these events. So then you can show him that he can take on two, two, stone, two birds with one stone. You know, because I wanted to do GNCC and NEPG, but they were always on opposite sides of the state every other weekend or opposite sides of the country. So let me clarify something. The way he described it to me, he doesn't want to go to any events. So he doesn't want to travel. What is he going to do for a job then? <laughs> I don't right. you know. He's I don't outsourcing know. his job. Then you I mean, need a lot of money. Correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't that sound strange, Angel? A little bit, yeah. For a marketing representative for a company to not want to travel to go to market their company, that's very weird in general. But then, like, unless he's really thinking that he's going to be able to pay you to do it, but he hasn't said those words yet, which would right. be great for him, it costs the company less money. But then what? all is he in charge of i i don't know what his role is you know right now i'm saying i'm an event manager but what else do i do i do like a hundred things and yeah. you know so maybe that's what it is maybe he's just over you know he's overextended himself and this is his he's like oh yeah sweet now i don't have to do this you know but okay, it is i would yeah i'm with angel i would ask him if he's part of distribution or if there's yeah. other other things he does that needs his attention more, you know? Yeah. So, like, by because you traveling the East Coast and him just handling the Midwest, that gives him more time to focus on distribution and, like, vendor negotiations and going to dealers and doing dealer tours, whatever. Right. Yeah. So there's – Rabaconda has two employees in the country. One of them only works part-time, and all they do is the customer service hotline. Hey, my thing, can you send me parts? He does everything else that needs done in the States. So they need reps. So they need people like you to go out. So then they need to pay you decent for it because this is essentially how they grow their company. Like, you're in a job interview. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a really so I wanted to add, too. Um, so I'm pretty new to this as well. But what I pick up from that is for one you are I mean maybe you're kind of taking over part of his job from or that he wants you to in a sense but also like you are expanding his reach and his job immensely like that's yeah I think that's kind of hard to put a number on that and like Catherine said probably really good to um, show some of those numbers but also it seems like might be important to think about like he's kind of is he wanting to hire you or is he wanting to partner with you to um, provide, like, get at your audience specifically? But yeah, would, it seems like you, you might need to consider that, um, like, you don't want his job. You don't want to add an extra job on top of your job. That's, you say you're new at this, but that's not the conversation someone who's new at this has. That's smart. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the question I so Zach by you traveling to enduro and hard enduro races now all of them on the east coast how many days off of work do you need to take off like what does your PTO look like for that first of all second of all are you going to is this for your own benefit like I would even just promote it as if you pay for my gas to get from point A to point B, and it's $500 to get a 10 by 10 vendor stall, you can put up the Carolina Dirt Bike Rentals thing, and you can, like, split the vendor stall price with them, and then that gets you in front of a whole bunch of people, and your travel costs are covered because Rabacondo wants you to promote them there. But then you have to consider the cost of your PTO, and if you get commissions off of it, if, you know, there's there's money talks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you're in a position in this to really like you're in a you're you're in a good position with this because of what what they have. He doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to travel. He doesn't want to go. So yeah. you can pretty much be like, hey, this is what I want. 
if you want your business to grow, this has got to happen. Like essentially this is, like I said, it's like a job interview and you are the number one person that they want to have. Like you have to have that confidence when you're talking to them. Like essentially they gain nothing by saying no. Yeah. And they gain everything by saying yes. Remember, remember the seven deadly objections, Zach? Do you remember that whole conversation that we had a super long time ago? Yeah, I remember the conversation, but I don't know if I remember all the, object- all the objections. I remember it boiled down to where there's no value that you'll find object, or where there's no perceived value, there's objections. But correct, right? And what is value? Uh, getting something without having to pay for it. No, <laughs> value is lessening someone's pain. And do you remember oh, what yeah. pain is? I'm not gonna remember the the, the line. From, I, I remember that. I just remember the idea. Like it's it's the thing that the thing that they don't want to do, or the thing the, the, they're causing them a problem. Right. Yeah. So and people move away from pain and towards pleasure. So if you can say, "Hey, look, we're gonna take you off of the road," that's already providing a shit ton of value. But yeah. then you need to stack the value on top of that. Now you can say that will leave you more time to do dealer relations in the Midwest and I'll do dealer relations on the East Coast. And you know what? I don't even want the credit for it. I'll give you the credit for East Coast dealerships as long as you pay uh, 60, what was it? 60 grand is what you need, Zach, a year? Yeah, yeah, so, basically. So then, so then calculate the value of, of what it would take to put Rabaconda in dealers. And you could do, you could do Rabaconda dealership like tours or whatever nonsense versus and that way you can do bulk sales instead of individual sales and you can illustrate by doing that and taking you off the road now you have more time to spend with your family because listen i'm a really big family guy i really love family i'm all about it you have small children respect your weekend like take the time on the weekend to do that instead of spending 13 to 26 of the 52 weeks out of the year on the road spend it with your family Grow up with your kids. They're at the age where they're starting to play baseball. You know, every kid deserves to have their dad throw a baseball in the backyard with them. Let me do this for you instead. Hey, so question, Zach. So he's kind of giving you, it kind of seems like the way he works, like kind of an open-ended job interview in a way. (laughs) Um, I don't know that he meant to. I'll be honest with you. I don't know that he meant to do that. But he did. Like, that's obviously, a, yeah. like Catherine said, a pain point for him. So, like, how can you take that? And, um, I mean, he, he gave you, it's op- fairly open-ended. Um, yeah. How can Make you it take work for that you. and shape it, shape it to what you're already doing and what you already want to do without adding in all these new things or, like, mm-hmm. a whole new job, essentially? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. like I, I said you're only you're only going to benefit him so he needs to pay you for it you don't do anything for free like (laughs) don't don't travel to promote them for free don't none of that at the very very least they have to pay your gas to get out there and all of that Mm. stuff and that will give you the edge to be able to promote carolina dirt bike rentals too i mean fuck it what if you get a 10 by 10 for carolina dirt bike rentals and you put it side by side with rabaconda that way they get their representation. You still get to walk back and forth between both of them and you still run both of them and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. But that gives you the ability to like get yourself paid for to go to more things to promote yourself. At the very least, you should well, have now, that for you. Right. And so that that was kind of the idea is that when he was talking, and we hadn't gotten here yet, but like at the end of the conversation when we were talking about social media, I'm like, I asked him, I'm like, he's asked me for all the information that he wanted. I'm like, do you even care about social? Like, do you want my social media stuff? And he's like, I mean, you can send it if you want to, but honestly, I think we can help you there more. And I mean, the same thing at the events, like we're going to be able to get into events that he's like, and no offense that you might not be able to get into. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's clear that he's about the, the equal exchange of value too. Um, I really like the point that you made a minute ago, Courtney, about do you actually want another job? And no, I don't want another job, but yeah, I do yeah. want to go to more events and I do want to go to more races, mm-hmm. but I want to do it on my terms and I want to be able to benefit mm-hmm. them when I do it because that's going to help me too. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And so that's where 
you can totally adapt that to they provide you some opportunities here but you don't want you don't want to take over as his rep for your area <laughs> yeah i know i I actually happen to like, like, I, I kind of screwed myself out of the, the whole, I, I need to get out of this job, I hate this job so much by getting a job I actually really like. Um, but um, it would be too much to try to be a full-time East Coast rep, but it would not be too much to go to the races that I don't actually want to race and mm-hmm. have a Carolina Dirt Bike Rentals and Move booth or vendor stall that actually that half of it is Rabaconda and half of it is Carolina Dirt Bike Rounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so definitely build off of that. Mm-hmm. Make it a party tent! <laughs> well, that's the idea. Yeah, I think just the, the biggest thing that we're trying to highlight is that you kind of have the power here. He gave you that power. Like, you know, you, you ask for whatever you want, dude. <laughs> like, you just got to make it worth the pain. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, the pain yeah. of working I know with you, you has to be less than the pain of staying the same. Yeah. Like, I, I know you, one. so I know you're not going to go crazy. But, like, you know, I know you're going to. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Just make sure you're getting your value, too. Yeah. Faux show. Sure. Um. Hmm? But yeah, that's what I had that I wanted to talk about and get input on um, as far as my stuff goes. I do want to hear where we're at with clinic signups because all that stuff directs to your website and I don't see any of it. I have exactly zero people signed up for North Carolina. That's kind of what I figured. Um, Quick question before we move on Mm -hmm. for Zach. Um, If you would feel comfortable with this, would you be able to send me some of your like emails back and forth? Or, like, oh, yeah. even start CCing me in the ones that you send to Catherine just to, because since I'm totally new to that part and have not started doing that part at all, <laughs> yeah, I feel I'll a little I'm actually going to share our screen and we're going to talk about some of the messages Zach has been sending sponsors that he sent me recently because we need to work on your outreach. Okay. <laughs> It's only because we love having, you, Zach. No, that's and we definitely can. I have had lots of good conversations recently. No, I believe you. I really do. It's just the two that you sent me. I was like, mm, we should talk about this. Let's talk about it. Oh, sorry, Hank. I know he like. Dude, he's like, what are you doing? No, no. How okay. dare you put? How dare you put me down? I know. Did you? Where did you message me that X grip conversation? Was that Instagram? Instagram, I think. Or email. Instagram. I told her we need to start like designating like Instagram for one type of conversation, like Facebook <laughs> Messenger for a different type of conversation. Like we have two- true. Very true. The other thing I will say is I've got what I the other thing I've gotten a couple of that's new for me is um hey, this is a this like we love what you're doing. This is a bad time. We're going through a management transfer. We're right in the middle of going through inventory, it's all hands on deck. Can you reach back out to us in March? Can you reach back out to us in April? Like I've never gotten that response before and it that usually that's come after a couple after some conversation. So interesting. Um but that's really a local interesting. I would almost, man, I would be willing to say like, that's fine. I'm, that's totally fine. Are you willing to schedule a follow up for April, and just get it on their calendar? You know. I could do that, but again, when this conversation happened, I was in kind of a fuck it mood, and I was like, "Dope, dude, that's awesome." Like we'll we'll chat then. So, do you still have all of the names of those people that you're gonna reach back out to? Yeah, they're my email. Oh, okay. Are you gonna remember all of those people come March or April? I have uh, <laughs> I have alerts put into my calendar in the middle of March to reach out to this dude. Oh, nice. Okay, that's better than nothing. Yeah. I'll give it to you. But yeah, that would be my next step is to <clears throat> is to challenge them and say, okay, if you really do love us, can we schedule a a meeting follow up with like the new team. 
Yeah, I'll do that next that would, time. That would be my challenge for you. Yeah. No, and see that's that's the thing. That's the second. That's the second. It's a different version. Last time it was the budget thing, but like there's just these little pieces of the conversation that I'm missing. Like I'm having good conversations and I'm making good progress, and it's just like I'm missing this little this little piece that happens to be the, the as they call it on helicopters, the Jesus pin. The Jesus <laughs> pin is what holds the it's what holds the rotor from coming off the off the spindle. So if you lose that, you're gonna say, oh Jesus, like you know. <laughs> and that's. That's the thing about sponsorship, right? And and even though we have the rule, don't say sponsorship. That's the thing about like what we're doing is you guys now have the big picture, which is really fucking awesome. And now it's come down to like, we're just making two millimeter adjustments. You know, like what's the difference between me and the next guy? Why is the next guy getting it? And we compare things side by side. And it's like, oh, look, you missed these two words, you know, and it's just. It's frustrating, but each one is a learning point, and soon you'll have conversion rates like it's nobody's business. Yeah. I, I mean, you're already getting better. Like, your, yeah. your response rates are huge. You so far, even though, even though Zach, you have the, like, this is going to sound terrible. You have the least amount of money collected from sponsors out of, like, all of the people that I've I've worked with. You have not only the most sponsors, period, but you also have the highest response rate out of anybody I've coached. I, dude, it's it's really funny that you say that because I was talking about that with Katie, and I'm like, you know, I don't really have any – I have no money sponsors, but I've gotten $4,000 worth of armor from Enduro Engineering. Yeah. I've gotten a whole bunch of support from Onyx Off-Road, and that was – I meant to tell you this, Courtney – the whole Onyx Off-Road thing came about because I got the dude's name, found out that he was in North Carolina, and invited him to come ride with me. And mm-hmm. we've gone riding three weeks. We went riding for th- – we went riding um, two weeks before Christmas. We went riding for Christmas Eve together. We went riding for New Year's together. Uh, like – and now now he's my buddy, and he knows all these people. And so you may want to find some of these gals and just be like, yo, you want to go ride? Yeah. But I think we already kind of said that, so – that's awesome. That's good to know because that's definitely that like that's the sort of thing I do anyways. Where I'm like, oh, you like dirt bikes or you have a dirt bike? Let me invite you every single time I go riding. Or like 100% enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I lean into that more. Definitely. And Catherine, I appreciate the props. Um, I will eventually find someone who wants. But, okay, so you earlier you said it's not a bad idea. You're in the wrong market, and. I am it just kind of hit me that I'm trying to support a thing for veterans through moto brands and I've gotten good support. I might be able to get better support if I go to more one veteran owned brands and then two you're you're going to reach to the computer and smack me in the back of the head because I can't even tell you how many times you told me this but non moto industry brands. Yes. That's where um, the money is. That's where the freaking money is. Yes. <laughs> and Demic brands don't have money to give you because they're giving all their money to the organizations to run the events anyway. But hear, but hear me out. Yeah, so think about, think about how impressive that is, how much support you've gotten from Moto brands. That is huge. And how many replies. That's pretty impressive. So you should be reaching out to, like, suicide prevention, veteran-owned stuff, um, probably not Black Rifle Coffee. They're probably not going to pay you. So that's a long-term goal, and I've been slowly weaseling my way closer and closer and closer to people who are in the company through friends that I'm yeah. making and through networking on Instagram. I'm, that's a long-term goal. I'm, one of these days, Evan Hafer is going to send me a fucking pallet of coffee for an event. It's going to happen. I need you, Zach, so here's here's my goal for you. I need you to pull, like, a picture from Costco or something of a pallet of Black Rifle coffee, and I need you to literally, like, cut it out and glue and paste it over a picture of your garage and then put that, like, in the edge of your computer. Can you do that? Yes. Can I also take that picture and tag Evan Hafer and say my garage after Evan Hafer supports move? Yeah, there you go. Do it. I dare you. <laughs> Also, before I forget this, too, um, you know the company that fired me? Yeah. I sent the president of the company, who is not part of that process, 
the CEO was. I sent the president of the company an email and asked if he wanted to sponsor move. Nice. Good work. <laughs> Angel has oh, words. She's been trying to speak for a hot second. Sorry. My bad, Angel. Oh, no. I was just talking. I was going to say about Black Rifle. They're freaking, those guys are insane. So I don't know them personally. Um, but when I worked for Patriot, I knew people who hung out with those guys. And like, what is his name? Matt Best and all of them. Holy Jesus. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Yeah. That's awesome. No. It, I, God. Yeah, no, I wasn't going to say anything really productive after that. So, you know, along those same lines, Zach, you were saying about veteran owned companies, Black Rifle. What about like, what do veterans use? Yeah. Outside of 511. I was going to ask if you've reached out to U.S. Patriot yet. So you remember I I said I was going to finalize that I'm not getting anything from 511 before I did that? Yeah. Yep. That's my next step. Tomorrow will be two weeks since I sent Bree an email with no response. Yeah. So tomorrow is kind of the, or at least this coming week is kind of the, I'm not getting anything from them and I'm just going to go a different direction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about... Other lifestyle choices of veterans. So hunting is one thing I was thinking about. Um, hunt. I know there's a lot of there, there's a lot of veterans that are into the outdoors and stuff like that. Um, fitness is another big thing. So, so I, I was gonna say um, I need to connect you with Stack Up. They're a video game group. And they help veterans through video games. And I think that you would really benefit off of their um, Overwatch program because their Overwatch program is basically a discord that they have manned 24-7 for people to go in if they're having crisis and talk with them. And I literally just found this shirt like a couple weeks ago because I completely forgot about them that I used to do this work with them until I found the shirt. And I was like, I need to talk to Zach. And I wore the shirt that day, literally, so I could do it. And then I completely forgot about it. And I found the shirt again this morning as I was walking out the door. And so I'm really glad we started talking about this. (laughs) Nice. Okay, I've got notes for both those U.S. Patriot Tactical and Stack Up. Uh, yeah. And hey, Leaky I... Mushroom Moto Ranch has paid you $1,000 so far this year. So, <laughs> sorry, last year. This is true. I was like, this, this year, true. dang. <laughs> like, man, you're paying me before Angel? What's up with that? <laughs> you don't actually do work. I'll um, only cry a little bit. I don't... I'm 30 years old. I have no idea what to do when girls cry. I still am like, I, what do I do with my hands? Do you need a hug? A cookie? Do you want me to just fuck off? Like, what what do I do? (laughs) I kept telling Nick, I'm like, listen, my tears are directly connected to any single emotion that I have, whether I'm angry or confused or, like, they're directly connected to that. As long as you don't acknowledge that I'm crying, it'll go away. And then every time he's like, you don't have to cry about these things. Like, it's no big deal. And then I'm like, I know it's not a big deal. (laughs) Angel and I had a lovely in-depth conversation about this. You're going to be <laughs> famous on the podcast, Zach. No joy. Sorry, um, Zach. Sorry, not sorry. Courtney, you'll benefit from this. Okay. Zach Phillips. Zach, you sent a message to Onyx that said, hey, guys, Onyx. what's a good... Er, sorry, X-Script. Okay. Uh, wait, wait a second. Hey, guys, what's a good email to get in touch with your marketing department? Have a great weekend. That was an excellent message. You say it gets you a lot of responses. You, in fact, got a response. It says, hello, thanks for your message. Could you briefly share what you're looking to discuss or inquire about? And you sent them the very first message in the cold outreach framework, which says, well, we recently surveyed our database and XGRIP had a strong showing. I would love to talk about what we found and see if we have your target audience. So there's a whole conversation happening called don't fuck around to find out. And and what that means is, is 
I had somebody send me a message that was very much along the same lines of like, hey, I would love for you to join our nonprofit. And I asked them, I was like, what does that mean? What does that look like for you? And they were like, well, we support women in racing and we just really think that you would be a good fit. And I was like, for what? A good fit for what? Am I a board member? Am I a consultant? Am I a coach? Am I a sponsor? Like, for what? And then, and then they said, well, you can just check out our website for more information. And, and I never opened the link because I never got my question answered. I never understood what it was that they were asking you for. And you got a second chance, which was really cool, right? You said, you said, we recently surveyed our database and Xgrip had a strong showing. I would love to talk about what we found and see if we have your target audience. And they actually responded to you, which is awesome. And they said, hello, don't really understand what you're talking about. Can you explain a bit more? Do you want Xgrip to be a dealer or do you mean a sponsorship? Kind regards. And you replied with, hey, guys, so I'm referring to sponsorship. I typically like to do I typically like to do reach out to my audience and see what brands they are interested in learning about and using before I reach out to that brand to talk sponsorship. I found that doing this creates a better return on investment for the brands we work with. And Courtney, what do you think they said? No, thanks, because it's or that they don't do sponsorships. They said, hello. Thank you for your request. Unfortunately, we don't offer co-ops or sponsorships. Kind regards. What's You're going to have what? to explain to me like I'm for what I did wrong there because I literally followed the framework. No, I know you did. You followed the wrong framework. You followed. So so here's here's the deal, right? You followed the exact step-by-step -step, like what you send out for messages as a cold, like cold response. That second message you sent, the one that says we recently surveyed our database and you had a strong showing, that's supposed to be your icebreaker. That is not supposed to be a follow-up to a question. So, so what should I have said? Instead, the, second I, or the third response that I sent is what I should have said as, as the second one? No, you shouldn't have sent that third response either. <laughs> I think no, so. when they said, uh, go ahead, Angel. I was going to say, so when we talked about this, I said that it should have, so you've, to me at least, again, I don't know what you guys have previously talked about, so I don't know, but to me, those are ways to like get your foot in the door, and then once you have your foot in the door, that's when you open up the conversation about what you actually want from them, even if it's not the phone call that you want to do it on, that they, they need to have some sort of idea, because like I used to have to do this for like even like meetings that I would do in the corporate world. I need to know what the meeting is going to be about so I can have the right people at the meeting. So if I'm going to do a call and you called me, I need to know who it is because I need to know if I need our marketing people or do I need like, like who do I need to be on this call with me? So I need a general idea of where this is going to go. So that's what they were asking for in that instance. So they needed a little bit more from you at that point, I think. That, so to me, what I would have encouraged you to do is to tell them about you, get them connected to you, like get them invested in your story, right? We help veterans with, with, um, with transitioning to civilian life, and a lot of veterans have expressed interest in learning more about X Group. And, and so I would love to talk about different ways we could engage them. You know, just, just throw them something. So it needed to be more personal. Yeah. That's basically yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And also the thing about it being, the, I will be honest, the framework kind of screws me up a little bit because it's just so not the way that I talk. Yeah, and we've had this conversation before. I have yeah. that lesson recorded. Do you want me to resend you that lesson? Please do. That was okay. a long time ago, and I'd like to listen to it over again. It was. Yeah, um, absolutely. I will send that to you. And. If you're listening to this, because I'm totally going to put this on the podcast, it's available in that upsell off of the $7 course. So you should probably check out that $7 course. This is my little shameless plug. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Because here's the other thing. Like, I'll, I'll, I can send this to you and Courtney, too. Um, but I'm just going to read you what Jackson said to me. I'll read you the, 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 I'll just read you the hook to the email. And this is the one I've been, in all the email messages, this is the hook I've been using. Whatever company, team, so in this case, Ravikonda team, 
In the military, we're taught to move off the X. Typically, the X will be enemy contact and ambush, vehicle accident, ID, or the like. However, in the post-military civilian world, the X is loneliness, boredom, suicidal, suicidal ideation, alcoholism, low self or this goes on and on. And then in italics. Our mission is to use dirt bikes as a vehicle to move veterans off the X they may be trapped on as a civilian. And then it goes into the little, a little bit of the, the story and the offer. Yeah, um, absolutely. 100%. His, his response, and I'm going to... While we're talking... Oh, I don't want to reply, damn it. So how come you didn't send that to X-Script when they asked you what you want? Because I was in a totally different headspace and hadn't written that copy yet. Aha, <laughs> okay. Yep. Fair enough. Um, the reach, all the reach-outs that used that were calculated. Um, actually, if you, do you want me to just read you the rest of the email? It's not long. Yeah, go for it. Alright, so after the X movie chopped on as, as a civilian... Uh, in italics, I say, my name is Zach. In 2022, my time in the U.S. Navy drew to a close, and I moved my family from Washington State to Western North Carolina, where I launched Carolina Dirt Bike Rentals and the Moto Offered Veteran Experience or Move Program. We host group events, guided rides, and take veterans out on the trails individually, provide bike maintenance support to those who have bikes, and instruction to those who want to learn, all specifically for the purpose of providing a positive outlet, restoring some of the community sense of mission and adrenaline to the lives of former service members and active duty personnel. I don't charge the veterans and service members anything to participate in this program, and I intend to keep it that way. We rely on support from companies like Enduro Engineering, Motion Pro, and Onyx Offroad to create a premium experience that makes a difference in the lives of the veterans in our community. Um, this one I included uh, a little bit about us sponsoring Sammy, just to talk about it. Um, but at that, in most of them after that, it says, I would love to have a conversation about how Ravikonda can have a hand in supporting the veterans who participate in MOVE as a whole, our 2024 race program and how we can best help help you accomplish your marketing goals. 100%. We live, in, we live and breathe family freedom and moto. The community of people surrounding us is like a big, rowdy, extended family, and we want to welcome you into that. I'm available anytime between 10 a.m. and 8 p.m., blah, blah, blah. Happy to send more informa information about the MOVE program and how we operate in the marketing space. See you on the trails, Zach Phillips, and my, then my information. 100%. So Zach, the other thing to keep in mind about that framework that you that you've had for for forever, right? From the beginning, even though it doesn't necessarily work for you anymore, it worked when you first started, right? Yeah, definitely. And now got my you, yeah, and now you've learned like what you like and you've experimented with it and you found what's worked for you. I can't yes. I cannot send emails that are that long and get a sponsor's attention. Like I can't it's impossible for me personally, but you've made it work because that's your personality and that's you. And I think it's really important for you to understand that that framework is there as a guide. It's a framework. You still have to add your own pizzazz into it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I think part of the, part of the, the strength of, that I have is I've got a really good mission. Um, and I'm not asking them to support me as a person. I'm asking them to support a mission. And once I hook them with, you read that you read that hook, and you're like, "Holy shit! What is what is this email about?" And you have to kind you kind of have to finish it. Yeah, and um, so <laughs> Zach, I actually use you in my seven dollar course as my like creating the irresistible offer, like make it impossible for a sponsor to say no. Can you imagine if you told them, "Hi, my name is Zach from Carolina Dirt Bike Rentals, and we help veterans like." get better mental health so that they don't commit suicide and like honor fallen service members through group. Right. You know, I said it a lot more eloquently than that, but like, I know, I read it. can you imagine, <laughs> can you imagine being the person who has to say no to that? You can't. <laughs> yeah, and everybody has that somewhere. Mine is like, I don't ever want women to experience what it feels like to sink their bike underwater, seize their engine while all of their friends point and laugh at them because they don't want to get their boots wet. Like, or which is still the lame thing I've ever heard of, but the other one is Aurora, 14 years old. She just started racing when she came up to me crying because all the boys told her she didn't belong. Like, we all, every single person has that somewhere. Angel's got one too. We haven't talked about Angel's yet. Angel, what do you think yours is? Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited to hear this. <laughs> me too. Well, Angel doesn't even know, like, Angel's just picking this up from this conversation, so we're going to give her grace, but... 
Yeah, I was like, I'm a little put on the spot here. Um, <laughs> are you talking about like when you first met me? Sure. Like, what's if you were to go up to somebody? What is some? What is a powerful thing that you've experienced that you know will make other people feel bad for saying no? Without feeling bad about it, you know? It's like something you want to help other people with, right? Zach doesn't want to make other people feel bad for saying no to supporting veteran mental health, but yeah, everybody's going to look stupid for saying no to supporting veteran mental health. <laughs> yeah. I I think that mine is kind of similar to yours, that, like, I I was told, or, like, Aurora's actually, like, I was told that I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I was too short. I was too, you know, not talented enough. I was too old to be getting into it. So I wasn't going to be able to do it. And now, and now you want to show other people that they can too. Yeah. There we go. Always, always have a future-based cause at the end of it. A future-based cause, like something that's never, ever 100% finished. You're always working towards it. There is no end to it. Courtney, what's yours? Um, like I've written down several different versions of this. Now I'm being put on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me think about that a bit more. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Having a, a brain fart. <laughs> that's fine. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what it comes down to for realties is is injecting your own. Mm-hmm. You what I give you is is the building plans, right? I give you the the blueprint of the house. You still get to pick the materials you build the house out of. You still get to pick the stain on the wood, or if you want stone and mortar, or if you want brick and mortar, you know, if you, what you want the interior design to be, do you want it to be postmodern? Do you want it to be cozy cabin? Like you still, you still have to go build your own house and make it yours, but I give you the blueprint to do it. Don't get get trapped in the blueprint is basically what I was going to end with. Go ahead, Zach. Right. No, I was just... It took me a long time to realize that I could break out of the blueprint. Yeah. Sorry, I should have I should have made it more clear. That is no, all. not your fault. Not your fault. Just saying. And that's what's really cool about seeing Zach as you as Carolina dirt bike and rentals and move evolve and Catherine seeing Leaky Mushroom Moto Ranch and your own riding evolve and seeing how like it gives a good reference for like okay. This is how both of you have evolved within that blueprint or outside of that blueprint and kind of a good, good reference. Yeah. And I'm going to use this moment as a, as a shameless plug. This is why everybody should get a coach. (laughs) Do you guys think you would have this amount of success just off of the course? Do you, sorry, let me backtrack. Do you guys think you would have success out of the course? Like no, just if I didn't the course, have the course, I wouldn't even have a business. So, so just taking the course, do you think you would have a modicum of success? Yeah, not yeah. a lot more having somebody to coach though. Why? Because it fills the gaps in. It's like, it's like you can't read tone. We, you can yeah. you can read the words, you can understand the words, but you can't always understand the meaning. And you animate the words. Nice. I like Courtney? What was that? I said, said, do you think you would have uh, a modicum of success just taking the course without the coaching? Uh, Yeah, probably not really. Because there's the having it be personalized of having your own ideas bounced off of other people and 
yeah, having having a little bit of something outside of the blueprint. No, you've got a cat. Your dog transformed. <laughs> Evolution right before our eyes. That's a cool it's magic like trick Harry you got Potter. there. <laughs> so yeah, Angel hasn't actually seen the course, but Angel, how important is it to actually have somebody to talk to through kind of what you're working through? Uh, ridiculously important. I, I don't think that reading all of this would have made as much sense to me because some of it is because it's like technical jargon. And so like, but being able to have you like explain it when you talk to me about it, you explain it in a different way than when you originally say it too. So it, it really makes it stick. And uh, is the group coaching environment important for you guys? Absolutely. I I like having I like having the group. Not that I didn't like it when it was just one on one, Catherine. But like, this is the way I like to do to learn is in a small group. Brainstorming. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I cool. think it I think it helps all of us learn as we're working on these things. Um, one of the most important things is being able to apply our own learning to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We always say, like, when we do training stuff, if you can teach it, then you know it. Yeah. Like, and oh, yeah. sometimes you don't realize that you can teach it until you're teaching it. Like, all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're relating it because maybe, Courtney, you couldn't quite see maybe your stuff, but you could see it in Zach's stuff. And you start talking mm-hmm. about it, and then you have a light bulb moment, you know? Yeah. One hundred percent. Cool. My shameless plug is I'm actually going to put a link to the application to join the group coaching program in the description of this one, I guess. Maybe that's (laughs) what I'll do. I'll put the seven dollar course because you can't apply to the group coaching program if you don't initially take the really basic course that teaches like the difference between assets, activations and properties and just just the really basic basics, because I want you to know what you're getting into before you join the group coaching program. And if you're actually going to like what we teach you, you guys think that's fair? Agreed. Fair is fair. <laughs> How many people should we limit the group to? Four, unless there's two people on one screen, like the brothers or a family or something. Four, four people. Four people are allowed in the group coaching program. Well, you guys heard it. Two slots are filled, so you better fill it. There's only two spots left. <laughs> Starting 2024. This is the first group season of 2024. All right. Does anybody have any other questions, comments, concerns? No, I think I'm good. What was one thing you guys learned today? Does relearn count? Yes. <laughs> Your idea is not stupid. You're just talking to the wrong people about it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Zach, you need to listen to the um, podcast tomorrow. You'll think it's incredibly okay. helpful. <laughs> I think uh, for me, it's kind of that, like, I don't, well, I don't know. I think Courtney was going to start talking, so I lost my thought. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um. I think, I don't know about, I guess this is probably a relearn. Get real specific and start small. Don't get, don't get overwhelmed in all the big things and details. Heck yeah. Biggest takeaway. Angel, you're new to this whole game. So what was one thing you learned? I was going to say, I think that I learned that I uh, have learned this better than I thought I did because I've been able to kind of apply it to both of these guys. And um, I don't really know what I'm doing yet, so. (laughs) Heck yeah. It's reinforcement, it feels like, from the things that we've talked about in the podcast. And it's been really great to talk about it in the podcast and, like, relate it to your stuff as, like, the TKO challenge. But then it's cool to see it working in real life and other things as well. So just the different aspects of it, like how it can have a different form, I guess. Heck yeah. Um, so, Zach, you're going to love this. Do you listen to the podcast? I'll be honest with you. I have not listened to it yet. That's fine. Yeah. We end every single episode with a dad joke. 
Oh boy. Now I have to listen to it because I want to hear the cat jokes. <laughs> They're horrible. <laughs> That's the well, point of a dad joke. You're the dad here, so you gotta you gotta step up. <laughs> I'll yeah. I'm in. I'm in for dad jokes, if not just for the content. No, Zach, you have to tell the dad joke to end the episode. What? I have yes. to tell the dad joke? <laughs> uh, does that have to be appropriate? Nope. <laughs> so I, I mean, I can tell a joke. don't make it like, don't make it weird, but it can swear, yeah. Uh, don't make some uh, weird, I, gross Navy jokes. I don't want to okay, hear anything about here, like... Here's one that's, here's a, here's a groaner for you. Uh, what's the worst thing about working in a morgue? <laughs> Don't well, make it your, weird, she said. Your shifts are always dead and your coworkers are a bunch of stiffs. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Alright. 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 I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. That was good. Hank's giving me the stink eye. Like, stop moving around, you brat. <laughs> All right. On that note, we will call this to a conclusion. And Courtney, we're going to meet up the end of February just for you. Just yeah, for we, you. We, should, we should also have more conversations about racing Sumter. Yeah, um, I will keep really fighting together. Still, still figuring out the plan for that exactly. But yeah, we will. should all try and be on the same row. Courtney, you should forfeit your row so that you can run like row 230 with us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just run this totally torn up, shredded track, just destroyed. Yep. And Angel, let's let's get you ready to go, and you should hop in. <laughs> On what bike? I've already broken one of Zach's bikes. Your brand new I bike. Bring She's the bike. She's gonna be in California with us, Courtney. I was like, yeah, I was supposed oh. to leave for California like the day or two before that, so. That's, that's a little bit of a detour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, maybe um, the next one. But yeah, we'll have to chat online, girls. I gotta jump. Love you all. You're the best. Yep. All right, Bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Great talk. See you guys. Bye. Peace.